it's Holly Starkey from Eagle Aircraft, and I'm here with CFII Justin Welsh. And today we're going to talk about what can I expect on my first private pilot lesson. So, Justin, I'm excited about learning to fly. What's the first thing I would do at Eagle to get that started? Well, hello. Hi. Um, thank you for having me today. Um, the first thing you would want to do is probably schedule a discovery flight. And what that is, is just a flight to make sure this is uh, for you, essentially. Um, what that would entail is just a walk around of the airplane um, to see which airplane we're getting used to into flying. Um, it would be walk around the airplane, well, which is called the pre-flight, just to make sure we are safe to fly and the aircraft is uh, just in flyable condition. Uh, we would check the documents just to make sure we're legal, as well as ourselves, just to make sure we are fit to fly. Um, so after we have all that down, um, then we actually get to get inside the aircraft and uh, start the engine and just get ready to take off. So the main thing that people are surprised about when they start this process and get in the plane, what would you say is one of the main things that comes up that maybe they weren't expecting? So the size of the aircraft is a big one. Um, we fly here Cessna 172s, which are a little bit smaller than what people are expecting <laughs> when they walk in. Um, usually you see um, you, you, you know, like the, the jets, the, the airplanes, that commercial airline pilots use and they might think or even a multi-engine which is just an aircraft with two engines um, or more maybe and um, they might expect something of that size but in reality this is a single engine aircraft and it's a little it's a little cramped a little bit more cramped than your sedan maybe um, and so people are surprised by that so it's a four-seater typically that you it's take typically on? a four-seater or a Cessna 172s we do have 150 Cessna 150 models which are two-seaters and those four those are for usually individuals that are a little shorter and uh, weigh a little less. Okay, so you've gotten in the plane, you get over the fact that it's it's a little small. Yeah, it's a little small. <laughs> and then I was you, too. <laughs> yeah, then you head down the taxiway, and and what can they expect after that? Uh, head down the taxiway. So we choose, we listen to the weather. We do um, listen to the weather, do the run up, um, which we'll get into in your first lesson. And we, we pick which runway to use. Uh, we depart, and then after that, we basically just do basic flight maneuvers. So um, this would tie into your first private pilot lesson, which are just climbs, uh, turns and descents primarily, and um, stalls if you're feeling a little bit adventurous, um, as well as you'll be able to see any sights that you want to see. Uh, most people like to... Um, pick out flight schools, of course, in their local area. And so when you're in the air, it would be a cool idea to get a bird's eye view of like your favorite spots, you know, your favorite shopping center. Uh, up here we have the dunes, we have the beach, we have Chicago skylines. Um, just cool spots like that people would like to see. So as well as doing some introductory basic flight maneuvers, we would sightsee. Okay, so we get back to Eagle and I think this was great. I love it, this is for me. So what would be the next step then that they would take? So the next step, if you do like the individual, the CFI that you took your discovery flight on, you could schedule your first lessons right off the bat with them. 
Um, so once you do that, you would come in and it would be a little bit longer lesson than usual uh, for the first couple, just because you have to get a what's called ground knowledge basis. So for that ground, which would just be like a ground study, like book work almost, you would work with your CFI and you guys would talk about the primary flight controls like um, turning, climbing, descending. How do you do that? How does the airplane uh, control itself in the air? Um, how does it get power and all that and the like? So um, you would do that for the first couple lessons, uh, kind of an extended ground and then go fly to really put that ground information to use and maybe you'll just get a light bulb moment and just you know see how everything actually works okay so i i've decided that's what i'm going to do i scheduled my first lesson with you when i walk in the door on my first day my first lesson where do i go what do i do at that moment um can you rephrase the question please yeah so i I've decided I want to fly a schedule with you. When I first walk in the door, where am I going to go? What am I going to do here at Eagle? Oh, here at Eagle. Uh, so when you first walk in the door after you've done the discovery flight, you're meeting? Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, you've done your first discovery flight. Uh, and right when you walk in the door after you've scheduled that first lesson, uh, you would be greeted with our rental log book and um, our dispatch sheet. And we would fill that out. That's paperwork uh, for our flight school specifically just to it's just paperwork to ensure that the aircraft is in tip-top condition um, here we perform all our maintenance write all the nose and that document that we fill out before we go fly is uh, vital to that so um, and it also shows the renter the student the CFI that we're staying up to date on our maintenance too but yep we would just um, fill out that dispatch sheet and rental log go out to the aircraft pre-flight um, which is just walking around the aircraft, making sure that it's in uh, airworthy condition, make sure it's able, safe to fly, no big dings or dents or gashes in anything, make sure the tires are full and enough fuel and oil. Um, we would check the documents inside the aircraft um, to make sure we're legal to fly. And then, like I said earlier, we would check ourselves to make sure we are fit to fly as individuals. Um, but this whole process is guided by a checklist so it does sound like a lot to look out for but it's all guided by a checklist uh, that we just follow every single time so when i come in i should be pre prepared to go up to the front desk get started with the, maybe the front desk people first the instructor will be standing somewhere nearby to um, meet me as well and then I should be prepared to also be outside that day so I'm gonna fly on my first lesson yeah oh yeah we'll fly on our first lesson uh, weather permitting um, uh, initially though we would do the ground lesson like I mentioned the kind of a, an hour or so ground just to um, get acclimated to the um, flight instruments and what the airspace looks like just just basic overall information that's uh, vital in the beginning so um maybe come a few minutes early to take care of the paperwork at the front desk um, to start that renter file and just from my perspective i can tell you that students need to have um, tsa requires us to have proof of citizenship and a photo id of each person before they're allowed to get into an airplane mm -hmm. so the front desk will ask you for that either a birth certificate or your driver's license and uh, passport is good too because it has both your 
proof of citizenship and your photo on it. So those things will be needed at some point before your training begins. Um, so then they can plan on maybe stepping into your cubicle. Right. And could they even maybe get their student pilot certificate right. that yep. day? That's okay. where I was going next. The student pilot certificate um, is pretty important to get right in the beginning, uh, more so so you don't forget it because you need it uh, for your solo, which will come soon. Um, but yeah, we would uh, do an exchange on the computer and just fill out some information to the FAA on their website and get our student pilot certificate and you'll get a cool little card that says, hey, I'm a pilot. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's just basic information. They don't need yeah. anything official to bring in for that. Nope. Basically, okay. uh, your driver's license. Is, oh, they do need a driver's need. license. Yeah. Okay. That's what I need for that one. Um, I've had a few people ask me about their address, mm -hmm. if they're moving or something like that. Can mm -hmm. you tell me just real quick? what the FAA expects about so your address? Just put the address on your driver's um, or driver's license down, um, and that's okay, and if you're moving, that's completely fine. Just change the address on the website that we go to within 30 days. That is, um, that is a rule in the, in the FAR somewhere. It says, um, make sure you change your address if you make an address change within 30 days. And FARs are, are Federal Aviation Regulations. Right, yes. Lots of, acronyms Lots of acronyms when you yeah. get involved in aviation. Yes, there are. Yes. I forget sometimes. Yes, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we've, we've done all of that in your cubicle. We're going to go out and fly. We go out and fly, and we'll probably do those basic maneuvers again. What happens when we get back to the flight school? So what happens when we get back, uh, of course, we land, we taxi back to the ramp, and then we just do a, a post-check of the aircraft, make sure that we didn't ding anything, get a bird strike, or um, anything that we might have not noticed in the air, um, and just come back, we'll debrief, um, we'll talk about the goods and bads of the lessons, what we need to work on, or what we're doing awesome at, um, we'll kind of delve further into maneuvers um each each step as you can imagine gets a little bit more a little bit more in depth in your understanding so so the lessons build on yeah, each so other lesson, each exactly time. yeah okay. so the lessons build on each other and that's basically what we do with the debrief is that we um initially we tell you how to do the maneuver and why and we do the maneuver and then we go back and review uh, just so it can more you know solidify yeah okay so, before I get to that lesson, do I need to bring anything when I come in? Other than we already talked about the proof of citizenship and photo ID, but are you going to expect me to have anything with me when I get there? Yes. Um, there, uh, your logbook, actually. Um, the, the, the main book of uh, every single pilot. Our logbook is where we record our flights and what we did that day and how much time. And this is a very important in the long run. Every single pilot has a logbook and they fill them out after every single flight, or they should. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes. But yeah. Um, yeah, a logbook, and we'll record that day's flight after every uh, single flight and what we did. And it just kind of acts as a uh, catalog of the history of your flights. And maybe you can then look back and reflect oh, okay, in January, blah, blah, this is what we did. I remember that, okay. And then, yeah, so So that becomes a record of all of your training yeah. on paper. Okay. And if you are in our Part 141 program, you'll also have this Cessna pilot kit. Every student will need that before they get started. That um, is where they're going to have all their ground training or the academic portion of their training. And then we also 
log those flights and that flight time electronically in that, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, correct. Each lesson will be logged in there. Each lesson. Okay. So I'm a student. I'm coming in. Notebooks, pens, pencils, anything like that? Or? Well, of course, this is also a um, this is also study material. Uh, um, so uh, aside from just your flight training, which most people are excited for, we do have to do ground as well. So that is learning, you know, on the ground our book our book work. So it is helpful to bring a notepad, some some um, pens or pencils, and just take notes of what your CFI is saying, uh, because you will want to go back. And review that information you know eventually right now the flying's exciting but the groundwork is just as important okay mm -hmm. so right now while we're recording this it happens to be end of January so if I'm going to be outside in the plane is there anything I need to bring what what would I what you tell me that I need to have to be prepared to be out in this cold and flying well the thankfully our aircraft are uh, heated so that's okay, nice. that's important. That's, <laughs> that's a good thing for them to know. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's heated. Uh, so that's nice. Um, but aside from that, um, as you mentioned, it is cold. So bundle up. Uh, today I'm wearing a pretty heavy, medium heavy coat and some gloves with some thermals and a sock hat because it is <laughs> like 11 degrees Fahrenheit, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's pretty cold and tomorrow it's going to be even colder. Um, so yeah, we we up. try to do the pre-flight in the hangar, but if the plane happens to be outside, you will be standing outside. Right. So be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. um, some sunglasses because it gets kind of bright. Yep, sunglasses, uh, definitely. Uh, we won't, uh, as CFIs, we try not to point towards the sun as much as we can. So when I instruct my students to do maneuvers, we don't. We do them away from the sun. We okay. try to do as much. Sometimes you can't help it. Um, so yeah, sunglasses would help. Okay, so now let's jump ahead a few months. Let's say I'm training in the summer. So what different type of, I know we have a little bit of a, um, a policy here at Eagle that no flip-flops. Mm -hmm. That's something that could be caught yeah. on the rudder pedals. Yep, closed-toed So closed-toed shoes. Um, are, they can wear shorts. Yeah, Because it does get pretty warm in the plains. It does. As, as we do have a heater in the winter, we do not have air conditioning <laughs> in the summer. So we utilize the vents um, to the fullest. Yeah, so uh, okay. just, uh, just, just for the occasion, essentially. Yeah. Um, just yeah. for the occasion, just um, anything that you're comfortable with, but, you know. Okay, not quite as comfy as a car is. Right. Yeah. Climate controlled, but so be prepared for that. You can always unlayer once you get in there if yeah. you start to get warm definitely but, i see that a lot as well yeah okay so with that uh, jumping back to the materials the cessna kit that they'll be getting there will be a flight bag there will mm -hmm. be a log book an e6b and they can look that up on youtube what that is um so really with the notebook and the pens and pencils that's kind of all they would need at this point at this point yeah um of course uh, we'll make recommendations of study materials like the far book that i was talking about it's called the far aim f-a-r-a-i-m um it's a book of regulations that you would need to uh, acquire and as well as the p-hack the pilot's handbook of aeronautical knowledge which is exactly how it sounds it's everything aviation uh related general aviation at least um, i've heard other older pilots say that's the bible of aviation yeah, exactly, right? yes. because it just has everything in it Absolutely and just everything. so everyone out there knows when you do purchase the Cessna kit from here the school 
those two items are in the kit in PDF form, mm -hmm. so you will have them for free, but it's right. really nice to have a book copy that so, you can definitely. open, tab, and prepare for your yep. lessons and eventually your check ride. Yeah, my aviation books are all tabbed out and highlighted because I just like the physical copy. It's more helpful, yeah. So when you come in, when you're here, when you're training, ask your instructor what are the mm -hmm. most important books to have, what maybe isn't necessary, what is necessary, um, why is that tabbed, why did you tab those things? Ask a lot of questions. Um, that's what you need to do to learn and mm -hmm. pick up all these tips that the instructors already know about. Right. Yes, so. please ask questions. As uh, you probably heard many, many times before, there are no stupid questions, and you rather ask in the beginning of your training these simple questions rather than the end, or just a guess. Um, yeah, so ask questions. Yeah. Definitely. All right, well, I think that's a very good summary of what a first lesson is like, and yeah. even more. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much, Justin, for no sharing problem. with us. Thanks for having me. All right, until next time, guys. See you later. See ya.